and a mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, running, Everybody and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 278. Oh my goodness gracious. And this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, I do believe. We're going to have me and Brandon talking about Black Cat. I'm going to be going over the finale to Magnificent Miss Marvel with Magnificent Miss Marvel number 18, a book that I have really enjoyed. But other than that, that's it. I guess there isn't anything other than that. That was legitness. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, because things got a lot of screwy, screwy in St. Louis this week with us recording and figuring out what was on our Patreon spotlight, things like that. But before we do get into it, let me tell you where you can find us. Go over to the Twitters. Go to WS Marvel Comics. The WS, it does stand for Weird Science. You follow us there. We will follow you back 100%. You can go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where you can get news, previews, and reviews each and every week. And then also go to our Patreon that I mentioned, patreon.com slash weirdscience. And this week, the bad asses of the Get Fresh crew, beep be doop, they ended up picking Amazing Spider-Man number 60 and then also Maestro War and Pax number 2. So, and that that was one of the things. The vote came in real late, and then all of a sudden, what I thought was going to be on this show wasn't when I ended up having to switch me and Clay talking about Spider Man over to the Patreon spotlight. Then I ended up doing the Maestro Warren packs on my own, as I have been doing. But it's also, as I usually say, it's always late when I'm recording. So it's kind of like a redundancy of me saying it over and over and over. I shouldn't be up here. I shouldn't be up. I'm still sick. I feel like crap. That's another redundancy. I, it's always the same. It, nothing changes. Nothing goes on. I should be back on. in school. Thank you, Greta. You should be back in school. Y- you're a young lady, please. And then with that, though, we're just going to get into this. We're going to go. I'm going to be talking about Magnificent Miss Marvel. Right about now. And so we will start out with Magnificent Miss Marvel number 18, written by Saladin Ahmed. Art by Minkyu Young, colors by Ian Herring, letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. When the champions engage in a battle at Cole's Academic that had disastrous consequences, disastrous, Kamala unintentionally became the face of the movement to ban underage superheroes. Kamala's law went into effect, resulting in underage superheroes uh, being declared illegal and the government-sponsored Task Force Cradle enforcing the ban. And uh, that's the outlawed storyline, and pretty much nobody liked it. How dare you! Especially me. You I'm just going to hit it. I mean, I'm telling you, I want to announce my co-host. It is Greta, right? You, you got that? Greta's there. That's not Greta! In defiance of the law, Kamala continued to operate as Miss Marvel. She managed to evade a cradle unit led by Dum Dum Dugan, but Kamala's friend Zoe, shaken by the events of Coles, tipped Cradle off to her location. When Dugan arrived to arrest Miss Marvel, they instead teamed up against the zombified employees of Rubicon. After working with her to thwart Rubicon, Dugan was convinced of Miss Marvel's noble intentions and ended his pursuit. 
I knew that was going to happen. I called it on the podcast, so take that. But Kamala's not out of the woods yet. Not long ago, her alien nanosuit gained sentience and became a dangerous villain called Storm Ranger. Kamala thought Storm Ranger was destroyed, but she's in for a rough surprise. She is. And yeah, she ends up having to fight Storm Ranger with the help of Amulet while her friends, all of them, including Zoe, are at the homecoming dance that Kamala's dad, who's trying to learn how to walk again, lets her go. There's a lot in this issue, and it's it's slightly oversized, but what Salonina Med really does well is pretty much says, okay, everybody who read this book, we're going to give you, you know, not a greatest hits, but we're going to give you some resolution, and we're going to end it so that, say, Kamala isn't pissed off at Zoe. Or Kamala isn't crying in her Cheerios because Bruno is going to be dating Mike. Or the idea that she never did get to tell her identity to Amulet. Or Storm Ranger's out there doing nonsense. It's all tied in in a way that you could just smile. And I know that a lot of people even listening right now probably haven't read this. Now, a lot more people did read the G. Willow Wilson Miss Marvel, and when Salvina Med was announced to be on this magnificent Miss Marvel, you know, picked by G. Willow to continue, he ended up saying, oh, it's called Magnificent because we're going to get to do a lot of crazy things. We're going to go into space, and, and not everything worked. The, the stories all didn't hit, but what he did end up doing, I say it every time I review this book, is he was able to continue I was going to say capture, but it's not capture because it's something that is in a Kamala book and should be since G. Willow Wilson started this whole thing is family and friends are just as important as the superheroing. And so that is a huge, huge thing. It's also a book that usually when you're reading it, you're just so happy to have her family connection and her friends. And what happened with the outlawed story with Zoe and even within the family itself you know, kind of being against each other of what they think Kamala's law is, what it should be, worried about Kamala, then or Dega. Like, there was a little bit too much of a tension in my mind, but it was set up not by Salvina Med as much as it was by Eve Ewing's idea, this outlawed story that legitimately, and I could hit all the sound effects that I want to joke around, I thought that it was a huge, huge misstep the minute that it was announced. Uh, the, the idea of having these young heroes is the fun, is the, you know, the idea that they're not jaded, they're enthusiastic, they're inspired. And I love that. That's why I love the younger heroes. When I came over to do the Marvel things from being over there at DC doing a bunch, there's so many more younger characters. Now, okay, some people will say, oh, but that's the, the worst, the legacy. <laughs> Screw you. That's what I say. <laughs> I don't really mean that in a, a mean way. I'm just saying for me personally, if you don't like them, then go and do your things because I love them. And I love, like I said, just the, the freshness of it and the idea of you're not going to get Captain America, you know, amazed at the idea that he can throw a shield and it can hit six people and then he can catch it again. But you get that with the younger heroes. And that's what I love. And I really, really fell in love with Kamala. The, the first issue that I read of G. Willow Wilson, this was before we did anything Marvel. I was just doing DC, and I needed something to, to make me smile, something to go. So when I ended up getting the Marvel Unlimited app, it was the first thing I read. 
and I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought the character's great. I like that she says in biggin when she does all that stuff. So I, I was worried for a, a slight second when Salamina Med took over, but he pretty much won me over and, and showed me that he knew the focus. Now, again, not all the stories hit, and then you end up nobody was buying it. It was selling in like the 12,000 deal. When you ended up introducing Amulet because it's a new character, it bumped it up to like 16, but then it went back. And And the one thing that I'm upset about is I like Amulet. Amulet actually reminds me a lot of Roundhouse at DC, a character that some people hated. I loved him. I thought he was fun. And I I wanted to get more of Amulet. And unfortunately, you introduce Amulet right before Outlaw. And we get a smidgen of him again. And now we're just going to have to call it quits. And he seemingly is just going to be done. I think that there was a really good opportunity, especially with Bruno going off and dating Mike. There could have been a romance here, things like that. Uh, but you do get some amulet. Amulet saves Kamala because you start off with Kamala, you know, fighting Storm Ranger. Storm Ranger has come back. They're fighting on the rooftops. And then we kind of go back. Hey, how did we get here? You know, that whole comic trope. How did we get here? Well, let me show you. 48 hours earlier, you end up having a big assembly. You end up having Nakia, Zoe, and kamala sitting together but seemingly not really talking as much here especially and i think bruno so they're they're there and the big thing is they're having uh just an assembly hey everybody we 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 rebuilt cole's academy after the disaster and we're gonna have a homecoming dance as scheduled everybody we're gonna dance and and it is a surprise because you have nakia's like oh my god i have to tell my dad that i had to come to the dance because it's extra credit and he still didn't believe me uh, what about you, Kamal? Uh, Maya Booth just didn't even bat an eye. Said that he wanted me to go. And that's such a big moment. I mean, again, I'm going to gush a lot about this book in a way that I think people are going to roll their eyes and say, really, Jim, this is the book that you end up loving? But these little things, if you have been reading since the very, very, very beginning, the idea that Harabu did not even bat an eye and said, you can go to the dance. That, that is so big. That's such a character progression for her father. And you see all the trouble he's gone through. And when she ends up going home and, you know, you have this, he is trying to learn to walk again after getting sick with his disease. That was the inhuman gene that ended up not manifesting into superhero stuff like it did in Miss Marvel. It was a neat thing to kind of have the Terrigen Miss make a little more sense and why Kamala would have it just on her own well she didn't it was passed in but it ended up causing a lot of trouble for those that it didn't activate in but he's he's getting there he's struggling he's sweating and he is he's a hulk of a man you even have the physical therapist who's there it's like you are a bull i mean he is he's big and so he's trying to walk and it's like little baby steps he takes like two steps and that's all he can do maybe even one and he stops but this is progress and the thing that Saladin Ahmed really plays out here, though, is there's a man who is now struggling to walk and he doesn't want to be coddled or babied. And you wouldn't. And Kamala comes in. It's like, oh, my God, that was awesome. Way to go, Abu. And he's like, listen, I'm not a toddler, Kamala. I, I took a few steps. I mean, that's nothing. And she gets sad and she's like, I'm sorry. And then he actually says, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm, I, you know, it's hard on me. I'm trying. Walking is just something you should do. And now I have to try to do this. And he gets sad. And it, it ties in with the dance. 
And he says, I'm never going to be able to dance again. And that's when her mom comes and is like, what? You think that? We're dancing right now. And he's standing with a cane. And she, like, gets there. And there's a little music thing going. And she's twirling around. And it's real nice. It's a real nice thing. This is about the end of what we're going to see of her parents. So it's it's just a nice thing to see that they're going to be able to get over all of this with their love and, and that sort of thing. And I really, really liked it. There's a lot of parts in this this issue that me being a fan I did end up getting a little, you know, choked up with some stuff that I really didn't think I would. And then I'm like, what am I? What am I, a baby? But yeah, you end up where she's like, oh, I'm going to go to the dancer moms. Aren't you getting ready for the dance, the homecoming dance? And uh, Boo's like, homecoming dance? And then you start thinking, oh, no, he's lost his mind. And she's like, what? You told me I could go. We talked about this. He's joking. And again, you're like, Oh man, that, that's awesome. That that never happens. He's always mad. And you know, she's like and I think it's one of those things too with the idea, you know, the Kamala's law, her getting hurt, but also her being able to get past that as well and him struggling. He realizes that she can take care of herself and she's getting older. And he's like, No, 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 beta, that was a joke. And then her mom's like, I told him it wasn't funny. And it's real nice. Well, then you end up having the car honking outside. It's Zoe. Who has come to pick her up But even before that you end up getting the rest of the family Come in, her nephew, all these things Going on, and it's just a nice Little family deal You end up having her, her sister There dancing, and it's like, you gotta do The Jaja dance like they do on the Instagrams, everybody's gonna be doing it And Kamala's like, I didn't have time To learn that, like, what is that And I thought she was gonna go to learn it and we were going to end up with like a can't buy me love with the anteater dance. If you know that, you should be proud of yourself because it's awesome. Uh, but the Jaja dance, I don't know that. What? All the kids are doing it. It's on the Instagrams. And it, it's a funny deal. And you end up then having the car beep. So he pulls up and honks. And you end up having Kamala's mom like, can't she ever just be civilized and come to the door? Nope. That's so he goes out and so he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, sorry that I honked the horn. I know your mom hates it, but, you know, they get in. Now, this is the thing. The last thing that they were talking about, they were talking about in the cafe where Kamala's like, are you the one who sold me out? And Zoe said, yeah, I did because I'm scared. I don't want this stuff to happen to you or anybody else. And it's dangerous being a superhero. So all this stuff, when she gets in the car, this is all set up of a real uncomfortable moment. And it is. They end up getting there and you end up having Zoe say, I'm really sorry. And then Kamala says, no, no, no matter what, we're friends. That's all that matters. And Zoe says, I messed up. I was scared. And Kamala says, look, past few months, so have I. I don't want anybody to judge anyone. Let's get over this. Let's go. And it's like the nice thing. Marcel and Ahmed's like, yeah, we're ending this. So let's end it with everybody, friends. There's no reason to end this with people being pissed off or whatever. And I like it where Zoe then is just like, all right, well, that's a deal. Let's go get Nakia. And you end up having Kamala like reach over and like hug Zoe a little while they're driving. And then she says, don't ever call the super cops on me again. And they're like, okay, they get Nakia. They go to the dance right when they go in. They're doing this dance. They're doing this dance from the Instagram. They're like, oh, my God, they're doing the Jaja dance. And you end up having Zoe and Nikki like, really? This dance is so old. Why are they doing it? But everybody's doing it. So Kamala's like, oh, well. And they end up taking a selfie there. And you're like, okay, that's cool. Well, even with that, they had said before, hey, I hear that Bruno's coming with Mike. Are you going to be okay, Kamala? And, and again, she's like, I'll be fine. Like, me and Bruno are friends. 
that was a mistake, you know, but I want him to be happy. Mike's cool, whatever. And you do end up at first where Mike comes and hugs uh, Kamala and Kamala doesn't look that happy, but it ends up turning out okay. And she's like, I missed you so much. It's been so long. And yeah, they all get together. They're all having a good time. They take a selfie. And then when they look at the selfie, you end up having Nakia's like, oh, man, look, a, a, a bird photobombed us. Now, this bird is a bright red light shining in the background through the window. And a bird, Nakia. And that's where Kamala's like, well, let me see that. She gets it up and it's like, that's not a bird. She knows that it's the Storm Ranger deal, which we started out with. She's like, I got to go. I got to take care of this. I got to go. At first, you end up even having Zoe's like, oh, no, it's not one of that. And it's funny, too, because the idea of a dragon. She's like, oh, my God, it's not one of those dragons. This is not a null thing. This is an outlaw thing where they end up. That's never really was resolved very well to the outlaw, the dragon, all the setup, whoever set them up. But she goes off and she gets in the Miss Marvel deal. She has a backpack. She goes into the alley, gets on her costume, heads up and faces Storm Ranger, who basically is back for revenge. And you end up having Miss Marvel say, Okay, uh, you're a robot. Are you here for revenge? Yes. Affirmative. And then they just start fighting. Kamala's getting her butt whipped. She is having problems. She even says, I had problems with Storm Ranger before. Whatever Storm Ranger went off to do, she worked out. She went to, you know, the Planet Fitness and got on the doing squats and some curls because she is getting it handed to her. And she's about to, to get killed, it seems. And then a shield comes out. It's Amulet. And it's such a nice, like, pacing to get him. And it's it's kind of bittersweet because I want more Amulet. He actually even learns a little more about his powers. This is like one of the last deals of Salonina Med saying, I was going to have a bunch of stuff with this. And I didn't get the chance. Unfortunately, the book wasn't selling great. But here, let me show you how cool Amulet is. And with that, if you're going to set up somebody with a power set, in the Miss Marvel book, especially going with Miss Marvel, he actually is able to funnel the love. It's, it's kind of hokey as I say this, but he funnels the energy of love into his armor and then ends up being able to use it against the dark, against something mean. And what's going on at this moment is, you know, the whole thing with Kamala getting back with Zoe and Nakia and Mike and Bru- all of them. It, it can get grab that love. And ends up being able to really, you know, he's not, and he's more defensive than offensive. He is throwing out a lot of shields to p- protect Kamala while she is trying to avoid getting killed by the Storm Ranger. And then they kind of come face to face, and you end up with Storm Ranger a little confused about why Kamala is fighting all these things. And Kamala says, y- You're not going to get through the shield. That's my friends. That's the love of my friends, the people who care about me. And that's what's setting up the shield. You're not going to be able to break through. Now, that's not going to stop Storm Ranger trying to do this. But Kamala yells out, you're going to kill yourself. You're going to end up dead. You're gonna, it's going to blast. And it, pretty much a, a big arm cannon just blasting away at the shield. It's flying back at Storm Ranger. And then you ended up. Having Kamala say, I guess you don't really care about dying, huh? You're a robot. You wouldn't care about that. But listen, I almost died. It's awful. You get into this dark place, this between space, this darkness that doesn't end. Is that what you want? Okay, it's a little hokey. It's a little quick because we have to get out of here. And Storm Ranger's like, 
no, and then just zips off. I like when, when Storm Ranger ends up turning her legs into a rocket, and then she zips off, so she could come back again. She's out there. She's out there in space, and you end up having Amulet. And even Amulet, as that was going on, was explaining, because if you haven't done this, he has, like, mystical powers, uh, even religious-based deal that he is there with his grandmother, who actually, and they go around and try to find evil, and he takes it down. So it all works out with that. I, I really like them. I thought it could have been a really good addition to this book. And, yeah, Kamala says, I think I broke her spirit. Um, but hey, I, I'm gonna get going, and you end up having amulets like that. That that Storm Ranger looked like you. That was weird. And she's like, it's a long story, uh, you know. And she keeps telling him that. She keeps that uh, he has pretty much like the second that he met her, he already revealed his identity, talked about his grandmother, all these things, and she hasn't opened up because she's afraid to, and so. Through this, he, she keeps saying, this is like the second time she said, oh, I'd tell you, but it's a long story. And then she just says, screw it. Uh, I'm going to start, though. It's a long story. It'll take a while, but I'll start. My name's Kamala Khan. And he's like, what? You mean that girl on the news? All this nonsense? Yeah, that's that's me. And they just say hello. And And again, it's not setting up anything. Who knows what could happen? I mean, obviously, Kamala's not going away with the whole Champions book, and she's in a lot of stuff. But in the solo deal, unfortunately, the best you can do here, and Salvina Med does it, is him saying, all right, you know, uh, you know, Asalam Aleikum, I'm going to get going. I'll see you around. And she's like, okay, you know, count on it. And that's it. And she goes down now with that. She even mentioned earlier about the Jaw Jaw dance. She's missed out on a lot of things because of being a teen superhero. And that's kind of the thing also that it gets lost in the shuffle of like an outlaw where, oh, man, they're after me. They're after me. They're after me. But it takes away the focus of what are the real important things for these young heroes. And one of them, you know, obviously we get it a lot with Spider-Man back in the day and all is kind of juggling, you know, a regular life, a kid's life with the idea of. Being a superhero, she goes down to the gym. Everybody's gone. The dance is over. She's like, I missed out on another thing. She looks really sad. And she's like, maybe I just care too much about this stuff. Maybe I need a break. And then all of a sudden, a couple cars go up. It's her friends. It is Nakia. You got Zoe, Bruno, and Mike come out. Now, Mike comes right up to her and hugs her again. Even Bruno's there. Bruno doesn't have I, – I was kind of upset. Bruno really doesn't say anything in this. And I wish he had that last deal. Of like, hey, you're my best friend forever, no matter what. Even if we kiss, we're, but you, you don't even get that. So, you know, that's what happens when you're a teen. Uh, I can kind of remember that. It was like 1902. I remember we were playing with a stick and a hoop back then. Uh, but, yeah, they're taking more selfies. They're giggling. It looks like Zoe's like tickling. Come on. I don't know. This tickle fight. And then she ends up saying, uh, caring this much doesn't make you stupid. It doesn't make you weaker. In fact. It's magnificent, and you get the ending. You get all the friends there in a selfie, and it's sad for me. I really like this book. I actually, it's one of those things that I, I didn't realize how much I really like this book and how much Kamala means to me in a solo deal. And the champion stuff is just, it's not hitting with me, whether it's the writing or whatnot. But just having the solo book just be its own thing, and kind of be something where I always knew that you were going to get some good feels 
It didn't have to be, you know, saving the world or the universe, every single issue. It was a lot about the family and stuff like that. And I'm talking all the way back G. Willow Wilson's deal to here. Uh, and now to see it actually end in a way that it really like seems like it's not going to happen anymore. Eventually, we'll probably get to something again. But just this continued right out of G. Willow Wilson's deal. And it's kind of the end of a chapter here for me and what I read and what I do here. And I'm I'm sad. I really am. I'm sad that I'm not going to have this book uh, anymore. Me and the 12,000 people, I guess, who are reading it. Um, but yeah, I loved it. And if you haven't read even the G. Willow Wilson run, you, you should do yourself a favor and go and at least read, at least read the first issue. But I'm saying read the first arc, read the five or six page, yeah, chapters there, issues. I'm so into the manga now, I call everything chapters. But yeah, read that first arc. And please, if, if you never read it because you heard people say, oh, I don't read that, that's this or that's that or that. No, no, no. Go and go and read it. Just make up your mind for yourself. And, and you may hate it. You may not like it. It may not be for you. Not everything's for everybody. But I think that it is so good. And Kamala is such a likable character. And it just ends up being so nice. And yeah, I'm sad. I just uh, This is the thing. This is it. And I'm actually sad to, to stop and go off to the next book. So I'm just going to keep talking about it. But yeah, and, and let me know what you think. And let me know, you know, what you think of it in general. Or if you're a big fan, I'd love to hear from people who have read this and what they think and what they want from or besides champions and stuff like that. But I'm going to have to go off. I'm going to have to go off for me and Brandon. We're going to be talking about Black Cat. And I'll tell you, things get a little awry there. We get a little bit off topic near the end and talk a lot about the service at, uh, at the local Little Caesars. Uh, we talk about food and stuffs, but well, first we start out talking about the King and Black Time, the Black Cat number three. Well, it's eight o'clock off there in Buffalo. Brandon's been drinking all day, and I gotta get him for the show. Oh. Get a hold of him, well that ain't right. He must be passed out drunk, so that means no Brandon tonight. Brandon's lame, have you heard? Brandon's lame. His family's ashamed. Little girl wants to change her name. Oh yes, and Brandon is here with me. I didn't think you were going to be doing a book here on the regular podcast, as I just said to everybody. Yeah, well, they ended up hearing the song. That means Brandon is here, and me and him are going to be doing, you know, King and Black. What else is there? Me and you are yes. the King and Black guys. It's your only here. choice. King there and Black are a bunch King of other Black. things, and you know, we ended up talking about the first couple of Namor. We we ditched that. We talked about the first Union. Ditched that. We, but Black Cat's something that we like, so we're going to be doing the King and Black Black Cat here. Now, with that, it's Black Cat number three. Um, it's okay. Not a lot happens. I'm glad Black Cat is back, but it seemed as if it's kind of outdone its, you know, purpose here in King Falls and Black and needs to go. Tie in syndrome territory, yeah. Yeah, because from here it looks like it's going off to its own thing, and that's what we've been wanting. And that's why I'm glad this was just Black Cat with the King and Black tie in deal, not King and Black, Black Cat, just really and then it was over. Because 
overall it started out okay, but it's kind of ending with a thump, and it's ending with it, you know, a little late as well, because we end up seeing what happens to Felicia and Stephen, Doctor Strange, to lead to last week's King of Black issue. So the timing is off, but. During the battle against Null, Felicia was given an all-important mission, free Doctor Strange. Remember, it wasn't free Doctor Strange, it was a heist. Remember we joked at first that you can only get Felicia to do anything if you say it's stealing or a heist. So we ended up, that was the joke. But who had been captured by Null's forces and rendered unconscious? Felicia and her crew enlisted the help of Bats, Strange's ghost dog, who brought with him a magical artifact that they hoped would give Strange the juice to fight the King in Black. Then... They then commenced to rescue mission of a lifetime swimming through Symbiaku and scaling skyscrapers in the Spidey buggy to reclaim the Sorcerer Supreme. Once the dust settled, Doctor Strange was safe but still down for the count. With no time to waste, Felicia decided to take the mystical artifact, a branch from Yeager's Jizril, the world tree, I say that right, <laughs> into one and her yes, own claws. I think you nailed it. Imbuing herself with the powers of Asgard, and that's what we ended up seeing at the end of last issue. It kind of looked like she was going to be a Valkyrie, um, but she's pretty much yeah, an Asgardian what, god. My brain immediately went to, and I'm like, no, wait, that's not what she's doing here. Yeah, it yeah, does she's look very much, Valkyrie-ish, though. Yeah, and she's pretty much an all-powerful god. Now, I, I understand when people say to me, Jim, you're an idiot, because when she's in the mind, she's, you know, Felicia of the mind. She ends up having Black Fox come as a fill-in. Her mind is filling this in to talk. This actually happened on The Simpsons when they ended up having Colonel Clink be the person to talk to Homer at one point because it's somebody he's comfortable <laughs> with and somebody they could end up, you know, relaxing. Now, with that, you don't have it's like any Bruce sort of the Sandlot. Damn right. Yeah. So we're of the mind <laughs> and. I thought that the play here, I thought that this was actually Null trying to confuse Felicia, though we don't have the Null, you know, word bubbles and the thing. So obviously you can tell right away it's not. But it is just pretty much an issue where, you know, the artifact and and things are talking to Felicia, basically telling her this thing is all powerful. It'll make you all powerful. You'll be able to defeat Null. You'll be able to defeat everybody. And the world will be yours. Now, with that, Felicia ends up thinking it's a great thing. You know, I mean, they pretty much promise you this is almost like the Black Mercy, but it's real, right? And so (laughs) really by the end, what's the down, you know, what's the down thing of it? Because she seems to go with the idea of what this thing is telling her it will give her. Oh, you'll be able to do this. You'll be able to do that. In my mind, if I'm doing this and they say, listen, Jim, you can end up making everybody love you, all this stuff. And I think to myself, well, I don't want everybody to love me. Well, I'd also think then I just won't do that. It it almost (laughs) is like giving you a key and it can open 20 doors, but you don't want to open door 18. Well, Do you have to? Yeah. That's, you know, yeah, yeah, just don't do it. And that's kind of what I ended up thinking. People are coming out from the bottom of that door. I don't want to open that one. I'm telling you, I just closed door 18 (laughs) and it had my family in it. I don't want to open that again, so I won't. (laughs) And, And so with that, he's promising this and there isn't really anything being spelled out as a monkey paw, like almost like, well, if you start doing this, you can't stop. And then you do that. It's just basically you'll have anything you want, everything you want. I'm I'm immediately wishing for 50 more wishes as everybody would. But, you know, as this is going on, what it's doing here is trying to show you 
that Felicia, while everybody wants everything, she has the moral center. She actually is a better person than, say, Dr. Strange is giving her credit for. But what you really get out of it is that she's just a tough cookie because Dr. Strange says, you know, a lot of sorcerers would have been taken over by that thing. A lot of sorcerers wouldn't be able to fight, let alone somebody who does not. Yes, let alone somebody who's not even involved in that. Oh, my God, you shocked me. But in the meantime, in the here and now, she is saving everybody because they're there and all the dragons are attacking the spider buggy, all these things as Dr. Strange still is, you know, knocked out. She is guarding them. She's ripping dragons in half. The big part of this, and this is what I said, and I have to say it again because it wouldn't be fair. I love Black Cat. I love Felicia. But this is starting to get like some of these other tie-ins where they kind of forget the the rules a bit. But also, you're elevating your character so much when you are giving the out to solve everything null in this book. I mean, you end up where Felicia just says, okay, null's done. I mean, he's done. She can, she, they say it. And then Dr. Strange, you know, when, when he wakes up and when they're dealing with things, they do have that deal of, well, if she ends up giving in, it'll be worse than even facing Null. And I'm like, why? I mean, she still is herself. It's not like they spell out like, oh, and, but you'll have to, you know, eat babies and drink blood. So it's just that idea of you're in a book that's a tie-in and it tries to go so big but might go a little too big. I I think that maybe this goes a little too big with this whole deal. Um, But as as a Black Cat fan, I do like seeing her being able to fight through this. And then I like seeing the things that you get with these issues are – you know, what What makes her tick? What, what is she like? What does she want? And it just kind of is the idea, we'll bring back your dad so your mom won't be a widow. You get a little background of the idea that when her dad ended up going, get pinched, hey, going to jail. Par- bringing back your old parents thing, I don't know how appealing that is. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> they come back zombies. Dead's better, I think. But yeah, still, if, my, if I had that chance, I'm like, Never are you trying to out. sell me? Are you trying to sell me on this? I don't know. Are you, are you trying to convince me it not? You had, had me going for a while. Uh, and you do get that background of the dad. Hey, don't tell Felicia that I got arrested. I got pinched. Uh, tell her that I died in a plane wreck, which she figured out later anyway and had to get her dad out of yeah. jail. Uh, so that's the one thing. Didn't but we, re- we read that Yeah, one, we had we? parts of that. Yeah, because we had backup. Yeah. They had backgrounds with it and stuff because her dad ended up wanting to get out. Um, but you end up having the mom that that really hurt her. So, again, you're you're trying to push the buttons of Felicia caring about other people. Hey, your mom will have a better life then. I don't know. To me, it'd be like, Mama, what's going on? Like, how did this happen? What not? But even with that, it then becomes too much because it's pointing out. Oh, remember that that, that owl and Dr. Octopus gang war? Man, that was tough, right? <laughs> yep. And then, oh, remember, it pretty much goes down the line of like, let's have the, uh, you know, it's your life. And, but this is it's your beating because it's like, let's let's go down the line of everybody who hurt you and hit you and acted like a jerk to you. And I again, I'm thinking. What are you trying to get here? What are we winning out here? Because, you know, you end up Spider-Man treat her like crap. Captain America, you have all these things. All the heroes there were just shunning her. Not that she had a relationship, but she ended up leaving Spider-Man and then having to go. And he's like slapping her off. Get out of here. And then, oh, I'll go to Captain America. 
he'll tell me how good I am and how to get the, oh, he didn't want me. Oh, let's go. Oh, you know, the Fantastic Four hate my guts. Okay, here we go. But then you see Kingpin is the one who accepted her, but that's just there to kind of push aside. And and even then, Doctor Strange wakes up now. Bats tries to explain himself, and Bats is the best. Any any issue that Bats is in, yeah. it makes me he laugh. He's like, show. And he's like, uh, and yeah. Thory. Yeah, yeah, together there. Hey, uh, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, yeah, I ended up getting that, you know, artifact. We thought it'd be pretty cool, but, uh, you know, I like sticks and stuff. And he's like, oh, my God. He sees it. He's like, this is bad. <laughs> we got to stop this. And he says she's channeling the raw power of creation, which is utterly amoral and destructive as a hurricane, as an atomic bomb. And she must put it down on her own accord. So she's going to have to withstand this of the mind temptation. To be able to break free of it uh, But again, it would end up You know, pretty much defeating Null It seems, even Doctor Strange is like Oh, it'll take care of that Null thing But we'll have more to deal with with her uh, But yeah, you end up where It's a cool deal of the mind Going through a, you know, a museum Here's some pictures, there's Eddie Brock She's all beat up there And he's like, she's like Brock And like, okay, well, let's get rid of the trauma what do you want to do? Break it down. What do we have? And then it becomes pretty much Monty Hall and let's make a deal. You know, hey, behind door number one, there's this and that's and basically you will be able to annihilate all your enemies. Now, right there, you end up seeing her. She's there with a bunch of bad guys, but that doesn't feel like her. It really doesn't. And I think that the big thing should have been centered. Yeah. Bring back your dad for your mom. But if they would have just centered on make your crew. You know, happy and they'll live. I think that she might have done it. Like the idea of, you yeah, know, the crew. The whole thing was, yeah, he was almost like trying to make her the ultimate supervillain. And that's, a, you know, never really the way Black Cat is rolled. And, and it really, and recently, it, it, really not. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, I, definitely. And, in, in I, you know, in the in yeah. a series they've had her in in the last year, she's really kind of been an anti hero. You know, she's yeah. still stealing things. It's, 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 it's like a cat woman now at DC at the moment. For a decent yeah. reason, though, yeah. And here's the thing. Now, I, I wish they would have played the idea that this artifact is a little behind on the times and doesn't know what's going on recently. But if this would have been, hey, by the way, Bruno and Dr. Corpse, they're, they're outside now. They're going to die. I think she takes it right away. And if you go with the fact, too, since he is, you know, this whole artifact and the whole thing of the mind is playing off as black fox or mentor if it ended up being you take this and you get that interdimensional vault that the new york thieves guild has that the thing that we left behind before and you'll be i think she goes with it i i think that it's not that she fights it off for moral reasons i think that it pisses her off and it's not he's they're not spelling out what she really wants or needs now they get close with her dad only because her mom and they even say your mom would be happy and that's okay well that that's something but the idea of everybody that ever you know broke your heart will love you it really comes to us a, a screeching halt because of the idea yeah, usually that you hate you know, those people's guts at, after yeah. so many years you know you're like eh, i don't want anything to do with that person anymore no. i don't need them back sniffing around you know worshiping my really? footstep i don't like them sniffing my back either the back sniffing, like right. you said. Also, she ends up yelling like Greta. How dare she you? yells, How dare you? And that's like, that's what, and that's the thing. This is playing off as if she's becoming entranced by the ideas of all these things, but she really isn't. 
And the idea should have just stopped. Here's what you get with this. Everything. That's it. Whatever you want is yours. Oh, whatever. I And let Felicia spell it out. What? You mean like I could bring my dad back? Yeah. Oh, you mean I could get the dimensional vault? Yeah. Why go too far with it? It's like the, the, the stupid thing didn't know when to stop. And, and so by the end, I actually thought, yeah, this is kind of silly. It's one of those where, again, you get out of the mind and you use these to show the hopes and dreams of the character. But even you said, as it was going, you're like, this feels off. This doesn't feel like what she would want. And that's my problem with it. By the time we get to the part where she says, no way, you went too far, you offered me ashes. She says, I've already thought, boy, this isn't what she'd want. And I think that's the misplay because she says, why would I make someone love me with magic? Also gets mad at like, look at me. You think I can't make somebody fall in love with me for real? Like, how dare you? Yes. And go to go to hell <laughs> and ends up, I'll never do it. And then she pops out of it. She ends up falling. Bruno actually catches her. And the artifact of the world tree bounces. So he ends up and that's picked up by Dr. Strange and actually by the cape because he can't touch it. And yeah, they end up, okay, well, here we go. And he says, for a magician, surviving the wild magic's temptations would be one thing, but for the uninitiated, what did it offer you? And she says, everything, more than my soul could take, now without becoming someone I couldn't bear being. But that seems like that wasn't the, you know what I mean? Like, that seems to be going too far with it, going too far. Like, maybe you should have shown her thinking about what she'd do with that power. And you do see little bits, but... It's kind of little bits. It ends up kind of a joke and and stuff like that. So you end up where Doctor Strange is impressed. And you've been getting with this and even in the Spider-Man book, you've been getting this weird little like, uh, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, little, you know, flirtation between these two. And I'm not so sure that there might not be something, especially with this, with her talking about, you know, I can make somebody fall in love with me. I'll dare you all that. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing them dating a, a bit. It might be pretty fun. Um, but And she could steal the night then, right? You know, like, just like that woman. Or she could steal his heart or whatnot. But you end up where they're, all right, well, we got that. Here comes Null. Let's go. And everybody's, like, excited to death. You're like, all right, well, that didn't really do much. And you had in your hands the power to destroy Null. Now it's gone. But it says, follow Felicia and Strange and King and Black 4. Well, follow. We got to go back. That came out last week. I mean, really? What are you talking about? And I even went back because I'm like, what the hell did they do? Because I remember when we were talking, I'm like, oh, I guess that Felicia saved Doctor Strange because he was just there. What he did was he ended up using the artifacts. So basically what this series did was get the artifact from the world tree from inside the sanctum. To get it to Doctor Strange, who could have gotten it anyway, but that's all that happens. Outside you the end sanctum. up, yeah. yeah, you end up where he goes, and even then, it's in the issue, and you know, spoiler alert, but it's in the issue when he's like, "Yeah, well, no thinks he's a god. Well, I'm going to show you a god," and he grabs onto this and becomes like an Asgardian, almost like a druid god. He looks like, and then at the end. That doesn't even seem to matter much when we get the enigma force of the Captain Universe. So, I, I, you know, all of these things that end up happening, I can have fun in these, you know, tie-ins or whatever, but they're all not really feeling like they mean much. You kind of get through, and this is where we ended up talking, and I was talking to Andrew Belfast about it a little, 
where he said on the Patreon, I believe is when where he said it, the idea that he's just reading King and Black. He's just reading the main and he thinks that it flows nice with just reading those. I think that these tie ins are really throwing me and you off where when we get back to the main books, we've had so many things running around in our head. And and in this, so many things that have pretty much been spelled out. Well, this will defeat Null. Well, this will do what Dylan does. Well, this, and then you get back to the main book, and all of a sudden you get back to the rules. I mean, even the idea that the rules being spelled out of fire and, and sound do not affect these symbiotes like they usually do. But then you go into tie-ins, and that's all that's happening. You know, you end up having I told you in the Planet of the Symbiotes story with Hobie. He's destroying symbiotes with iPhones. And so it just, it, it does become nonsense. This, though, the art's really good. We, we get our yeah, Black like Cat book back. Black Cat was, was canceled, and it came back for this, and it's going to continue because it says, you know, follow Felicia and Strange and King of Black 4. Next month in Black Cat, the Queen Cat strikes. I'm down with that. I want to get back to a regular, you know, Black Cat book because we were really enjoying it. And I want to see where they're going to pick up if they're going to go, because it does seem like eventually they'll have to go get that, you know, big heist that they were going to do from that New York Thieves Guild and stuff like that. I hope they get right back to it. That'd be nice. But with that, eh, you know, I, I thought this was OK. Uh, I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. I like the art, but really, it's just kind of there. It seemed like it was one issue too long to be tying into black or king and black because really all this did was set up something pretty much just a splash page not even that a panel in the last king and black the king and black number four uh and that's not enough for me i like bats i hope that yeah and that's the other thing if felicia ends up you know kind of dating dr strange you can get more bats that'd be cool I'd like that. I have all that stuff going the, on. The bats um, and cat adventures. Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah that's what I want. That'd be cool. <laughs> like, and then you, if that was it, you should have at some point when she shows up and you have bats, cat, and we, we make fun of things. Uh, also, just as an aside, you ended up having in the last door where Donald Blake even went after uh, Doctor Strange for his Asgardian magic as well. So that, that's a pretty cool tie-in overall with what's going on. But uh, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a 6.5. Um, yeah, I was a little more high on last issue than this one because this ended up feeling like it turned into a uh, Black Cat This Is Your Life episode where her, her dad was kind of the evil narrator of it all. Um, I don't know. It was okay. It, it just was very average and, and very tie-in-y uh, or tie-in-ish, I guess you could say. Um, tie-in-ish? You know, I just reeked of that to conclude. Yes. Yes, definitely. Well, we're going to coin that phrase, make t-shirts. Yes. But, uh, I'm going <laughs> I don't know. I'm just so ready for everything King and Black Heroes Reborn. To be over with and get some That's what books you're telling back. me. I'm even ready for that at this point. Just really? anything other than King I'm and Black. I need something I just need different. something. It is. And like you said, for the longest time, I, Donnie Cates yelled at me online because I had the nerve to say that all these things all sound alike. This. And the whole death metal. I said, all these stories, I don't care where they're coming from. It's like ants and bugs life. They're all coming out at yeah. the same time, and I can't take it. They, and then they he, all got their, their paint by numbers from the same dollar store, it looks yeah. like. Yeah, and then, he, then he's like, <laughs> well, if you have been paying attention, you'd know that this was set up. I said, yeah, I've been paying attention yeah, for paying four attention. years. Jerk. I got really mad. <laughs> I like that kid. So he, he can get in fights with anybody. It the first time you did it, I don't need yeah, it again. I'm like, buddy. I don't there need it. Go. But uh, yeah, I said, boy, I have to pay attention how long this started. But by this point, it's the same 
as you know death metal i just want out i just want to now i'm not just saying i want it to disappear right now what i actually just want is king of black five let's get done i want to see the ending but yep. i want to see it now yeah, get it i don't want to go through all this other stuff and then i, I want to see what comes on but again there's no breather room when we get done now we're going to get heroes reborn because this still has months left this king and black yeah. it's still going and uh these tires are reborn, like a bad stock they all start all right and then all of a sudden you get to issue two you're like i'm not interested in really any of these yeah, i get <laughs> bored just, i get bored now actually I, I think that we talked about it last week my deal is that like you read king and black number one you're like oh my god noah's badass he's killing everybody he's getting all this done and then you read the first issue of the tie-ins, and you're like, okay, well, there's some things going on. Then you get the King of Black too. Oh, my God, no, he can't be defeated. He can't. Then we get to these second issues, and they're like, well, why are they able to figure stuff out? I said this last week. All of a sudden, people are doing stuff more than a – then we get back to King of Black, and they're still you know, meandering about and whatever. I'm like, I've had enough. Just get me to the end. Uh, the thing about uh, Heroes Reborn that I will tell you that is a little more positive is that it does seem to be contained in its own little area that I don't know that we're going to, you know, get, you know, heroes reborn daredevil and heroes. They have their own books going on because it's kind of a side deal. And since I still laugh when the whole thing started out as, can you imagine Jason Aaron having an Avengers book without the Avengers? Imagine I'm living it. It's what I'm doing every (laughs) week. It seems. I mean, really there, that is not a stretch. That made me laugh. They got rid of that tagline real quick because everybody was making fun of them. Burning I don't know. Up. Yeah. It, it, I, I ended up doing the Solicits podcast for May uh, just this past week on the Patreon. And I was, you know, talking about some things. Some of the things sound interesting enough. I mean, we'll see. We'll get sick of it quick, I'm sure. But we'll see. But at least we'll have other books that we can rely on as well. Because almost every book. Got consumed in this king and black goo The black goo isn't the symbiote goo It's the, the Donny Cates writing goo That's going all over And I don't think that he even <laughs> has any say and these others, in I, the world Yeah, I'd like to think that he's like checking these out You know, checking his list And, and making sure everybody's naughty or nice But I, I don't think he was I've, So people were just off doing theories. their own thing Yeah, Yeah, I have two theories I'm sticking to here The first one is that Blade will be the vampire king Some some way he's big in heroes reborn come hell or high he's water. actually the he looks to be the hero of hero he's the only one who remembers that this isn't the right universe he may be the king yeah. of the vampires my second who theory of, of reading marvel comics lately is that this whole null coming back the second time was not the initial plan at all and it was marvel yeah, just milking something for all it was worth because it to me it's it just none of it doesn't make enough sense compared to like how well and and well knit this Venom run was up until we just like oh event time and we started hearing about it six to eight months ago I'm like I thought we already did this like yeah it, we did it, feel it just that felt desperate back then and and you know I don't know I'm well one of the things that we even talked it. about the uh the Venom Beyond obviously that was just thrown in to waste time to get to the event that they needed that you couldn't have Venom the book Venom go any further in the regular timeline because they were right up against Null. And then so you go to Venom Beyond, and then that I thought that was going to be bigger. I thought that that was going to be important. And if it does pull out like something in the last issue where you do get that Venom Beyond Dylan, and you know, then it's nonsense because you know you can't just throw things out in the last issue. But we'll see, we'll see. But there we go, there we go, Brandon, Mister Negative. You are 
but at least you were on the podcast. I was afraid you wouldn't be, but we're going to go off now. <laughs> yeah, I gave it a to... 6.5. I just have yeah, other issues. That's all. That is true. That is true. It's like Chill, me with... today. I'm just tired of being locked um, in the damn house, reliving Groundhog's Day every single yeah, day. Yeah, really. That's me, too. My my kids came running yeah, down to the basement to yell to me. My kids are yelling down in the basement. Hey, they got that pizza at the the Little Caesars, the pretzel crust again. <laughs> That's like their favorite thing. It makes me I feel ill. I actually said that too. That was the most. I told John that on the couch show that I was the only one excited. I just had to tell yeah. somebody, and I'm like, I really oh, they're want fired this up. Again. Yeah, <laughs> my son <laughs> Logan. That's his, like Little Caesars, that's his but favorite. I do like that. My, his favorite thing of all time is that pizza. Now <laughs> our our Little Caesars right now is only open till eight. They ended up what? finding out. Yeah, it closes at eight. Our little Caesars is bull crap. But they ended up. It was like five after eight when they found this out. So they've asked me if we could get it tomorrow. I'm telling you, I still can't <laughs> you taste tell anything. Eric to, to order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from there, I just want to hear another Eric order. Oh, from he little has Caesar's the worst. And I can't go anymore because <laughs> I have to stay in. So Tanya goes. She has problems, but she does, she's not able to describe them as well. The last time I went. I ended up getting in a fight with the guy. I don't even know if I told anybody on the podcast that this time. I ended up getting a fight with a guy who then said he didn't work there. There was only one guy. <laughs> he said he didn't work there. He's I said, well, where, there, where is not, anybody? Not Seemingly, I don't know. Then the manager showed up eventually. This guy left. And then the manager was being a real jerk, almost like, well, I don't know why everybody's upset. At that point, and it's ridiculous to wait as long, but I already paid online. I paid with the app. So I, and they never can give a refund. Nobody can figure out how. So I sat, there, I was there for an hour and 10 minutes. And then the guy's like, Whoa, settle down, buddy. We're going to make your pizza now. I started <laughs> screaming. I was so bad. This was a while back. I mean, I've gone there where I walked in. You could have made the pizza yourself, ate it, and started making another one. And this guy who was there who claimed he didn't work there, I I still don't know what was going on. He spent more time telling us that he didn't work there because there were a lot of people. One person came for an order that they had for a birthday party for six pizzas. That never got made. I'm like, that party's done. Uh, But literally, the one time I went in, and this is no lie, walked in and the guy was on the ground saying he was having a heart attack. He wasn't, (laughs) but he said he was. And then the police ended up coming because I'm telling you, you ended up having, and this was a worker, and and an ambulance and the police came. And then the other worker, there was two workers, the one's laying on the ground. The other one says, oh, man, the cops ran in and locked themselves in the bathroom. And then I'm just sitting there. Then drugs. They got yeah. They, one guy they got and put him in an ambulance. They took him away. I saw him like two weeks later. I'm like, you what was some what bad oxycotton's floating around I, that place. I don't know what was happening day. with that guy, but the idea then the police there was nope. There was a guy in the bathroom and nobody else in the store. So the police made me and this one guy who were waiting for our pizza. We had to stand outside. Because he was afraid we'd rob the place, whatever. And the police was like, you got to leave. Why are you waiting this long? And I, I already paid. I, I keep getting burned by that app where I pay and then it's all bullcrap. When you say, I want a refund, you they go, the oh, hairs. they always tell me, I don't know how to give a refund. I'm like, you better find out. I mean, yeah, these are just. This t- out, and, and really, again, I, I point to this. We were talking about this before on all bunch of podcasts. Go and look up the Facebook or even the Yelp of the Quaker Town PA 18951 
Little Caesars, you will see horror stories from every, everybody has stories just like I told. It awesome. is awful. It's the worst, and you yet can make I still a sitcom go. about that place. It's called that Little right? Caesar. Hey, Little Caesar's, <laughs> great Caesar's ghost. I'd be yelling. You end up where Logan, and I, we hate going, but Logan loves it, and he says they have the perfect formula. You end up going, and if the pizza sucks, you're like, it was five bucks. What do yeah. I expect? But if it, but if it's good, or you say it's Little Caesar's. What was I thinking? You know? Yeah. Or if it's good, you're like, holy crap, I got good pizza for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't, yeah. you can't lose. You, oh, they listen. can always. When I'm in I a pinch, lose. I, I'm driving around it's for good lunch. For I'm not going to McDonald's and spending, you know, eight nine bucks. No, that, on a, that's true. I'm going to go to Little Caesars and get a whole pizza yeah. and keep it on my front seat. Right there, damn you go. right. <laughs> I get the. I'm telling me and Logan go. We get three pizzas, and half of a pizza's gone before we can get home. And oh, it's yeah. like you two gotta minutes eat it away. I, I will well, we happily sign up to burn my mouth on a little season. We call it the right road now. slice, is what we yeah. go. We have oh, the yeah. road slice. Yep. And uh, if you have like, you know, five kids, it is a good thing Fair last game. second to just say, let's go, let's go get some pizzas. It's, it's pretty good. Or, like you said, you can get. Some bundle at Burger King, and then I have the craps for like Most three weeks. Those are always so more expensive than. Uh, oh like I don't know Little what Caesars to the does give me them, heartburn. Now we got but, this like mighty. We got mighty taco up here. It's a big like oh. you know taco place. It's yeah. drive through. You can get whatever. I, I when we used to go there late nights after drinking, I swear it'd be like five bucks. I'd get full. Now it's, now like, it's like twelve like, bucks. It costs me to get. Oh two my tacos god, twelve bucks. Chips. Yeah. yeah, really. We we end up where Logan has the Taco Bell app and wants to go because he's going to fashion his own box. This box he came up with the biggest bull crap. He showed it to me yesterday. Can we go to Taco Bell? I want to get this box that I customized online. I looked at it. I'm like, I'd be embarrassed to ask for that. Get out of here. We didn't go. I can't go anyway. That's the thing that makes me laugh is because they have to ask me because if Tanya takes them, I'll flip out. I'll be like, what are we getting to Taco Bell? But yeah, he shows me this. He sent me. It's funny. I should send you the... uh the thing because he texted me the picture of his box it's like two tacos and anybody who gets chips with uh cheese you know those little freaking chips with cheese there that's freaking ridiculous who's gonna get that but yeah that's that but yeah there we go i knew we talked about I some know one of the ridiculous menu items i actually enjoy are the taco fries i don't hate those things i think they're yeah those are okay the nacho fries except yeah. that they they just go too quick yeah and, and get really off. I have to admit, I've never gotten them bad, but I can tell you, you can tell if you got them cold, they would really suck. Uh, but I've, I've gotten yeah. them a couple of times, and I've never had a problem with it. Never no, had like an issue. I just got a, I just got, I was looking for the text. I just got a text from my wife that I didn't tell our oldest son, Alex, happy birthday. All right. Dad, dad of the year. Here you it is. He, that, was his, that was his present. Tell him. <laughs> he has Chalupa Supreme. I don't mind that. Just a crunchy taco and chips and nacho cheese and an unsweetened iced tea. You can get really? that cheaper without the box. Seriously, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I ordered that. Like I, thirty they, extra dollars for them to they, put that in a box. They put my picture on the wall and laugh at it every day. Unsweetened <laughs> iced tea. Oh, yeah, if you're not, if you're not getting get a Baja, Baja Blast, I know, that's yeah. it. What that's you what you have to get. I know. If, if you go anywhere that has something you really can't get other places like that, you have to get it, even if, if you don't like it. Decide to put that watermelon soda on tap. I might move into Taco Bell. Oh, now, you. now, you, now you piss me off because <laughs> I ended up having my son Ethan ended up getting a six pack of the Mountain Dew, the watermelon Mountain Dew. Yeah. I ended up putting mine in the freezer. 
I wanted it to be real cold. Oh, did it explode? No, I forgot about it, and it did freeze over, but it didn't explode. So I thought, okay, we're going to have to do a little, you know, surgery here. And I ended up taking it out, and I put it on our, our radiator. And it started to melt, whatever. And then I took it off the radiator, but right next to it, I got it. But then I was like, ooh, it's not cold again. So I put it back in the freezer. Uh, you screwed it all up. Yeah. No, no. Then, he, then Ethan grabbed it and drank it. And it was actually last night. I was getting done a bunch of podcasts, and I wanted to have that as almost like my treat. Treat, yeah, was, your celebration. That's all I was thinking of the whole time. I'm like, okay, I'll get this stuff done. That's my treat. I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to watch Bob's Burgers on Hulu and drink that. And he drank it. And then I went around. I was pissed. I was screaming up the stairs, yelling, who drank it? Nobody admitted it. I found it. I found it in his room. When he left, he went to go to Walmart with Tanya. I ran up there and looked in his room. It was right there on his desk. And then I ended up writing a load. I thought you effing didn't drink it. I was was pissed. I was so mad. And I'm like, really? That's all I wanted. That was yeah. my treat at the end of the day. Oh, I, I already have a, a fridge squirreled away that I am going to be hiding things from children in. in, in yeah, time. it's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst, I'm telling you. Or when you end up making them dinner, and then you get the least amount the first time around. Or so you're like, okay, I get cold. done. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's cold. But also, I, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have seconds. Nope, they're gone. Yeah. And, they, well, they ended up. and then I go upstairs. Cold. I go upstairs, and they're the, they didn't even eat it. It's just sitting there. By the oh, time cool. everybody have to cut everybody's food individually, you know, nah. how kids are, and, you know, get them ice cold water. And then by the time, nah. oh, I need a new napkin, I need a spoon, I need this. You say, you get it yourself. That's I what you do. Say. I start saying that shit. No. That's Black Cat. There yes, we go. Black we Cat. found something to talk about. But all right. And that is the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And let me remind you once more, go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. And then if you want to help support us and give us a little encouragement, go over to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash WeirdScience, where this week it was The Amazing Spider-Man and Maestro Warren Pax on the Patreon side of things. And just a little shout out, me and my man Luke Hollywood started the Weird Science Manga podcast if you want to check that out look on your players where you're playing this and put in weird science manga and you will end up seeing that and then go over to the twitter at at weird manga is where we are located so thanks everybody and i'll talk to you soon